Welcome to Cloudy with a Chance of Podcast. I'm meteorologist Kirsty Zantini. And I'm meteorologist McCall Vrydags. This is a podcast all about weather. We are two broadcast meteorologists in Dayton, Ohio. And we just can't stop talking about weather. So when we're not on TV, we figured why not jump behind the mic to answer your weather questions and talk about all things meteorology. Now remember, you can listen to Cloudy with a Chance of Podcast anytime you want on Apple iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and WHIO.com. Hey, McCall. Hey, Kirsty. Man, are, are you, uh, you wore quite a large scarf coming into work today. <laughs> yeah, you were teasing me that it looked as though I was like... Had a neck brace on. Yeah, a neck brace. <laughs> I couldn't even turn my head because of how big... It's called a blanket scarf, by uh, the way. Well, it looked like a blanket. Yeah, I literally took my blanket. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> it was necessary. It was. Uh, talking about wind chills that have been... Not only below zero, oh but gosh. like minus so. 20 to minus 35 for most of the area. Yeah. And then there was even some spots that were colder than minus 40. Yeah, we had a 42 below zero re- reading in Brookville, Ohio. Yeah. So that's Ooh. Ohio. Mm-hmm. Um, Chicago is just under, I mean, it's a frozen tundra up there. Mm-hmm. I know. So Midwest all the way down to here, we have just been locked into a, a true Arctic blast. Yep. Polar vortex. And one that we had signals for it happening mm-hmm. weeks ago mm-hmm. um i think we talked about it in the last podcast i think we did that we had you had mentioned yep, you know that we, the arctic was abnormally warm mm-hmm. so there was warmer air around the arctic and what it does is it takes the cold air the arctic air there yep. and pushes it down in these lobes yes and that's when you can get these cold cores or mm-hmm. polar vortex uh, pieces that can spill south yeah and that's truly what had occurred and we saw that split occurring weeks ago and then it it eventually will arrive here i actually saw someone on twitter um had made a a movie of watching that little lobe break Mm. off and then watch it as it moved across you know it was up north of alaska and then came on down and dropped on into the midwest Mm. and i mean yes so we've just been last time we really had a good lobe of the polar vortex that came down was 2014 Mm -hmm. it was similar the amount of cold the wind chill the air temperature here in ohio at least for us in ohio Mm -hmm. again yeah and not to speak i mean they were crushing records to our north and west Mm -hmm. but um 2014 in the miami valley was a very similar outbreak and that was in the beginning of january yeah so we've got one shot of snow and then we're back into the 60s i'm ready for it i know i know it's the ebbs and flows, though. Everyone's always like, "What do you mean?" And it's like, "Well, now we're gonna we're gonna get that warmth that's to our south and well into the west, and it'll come to here." Yeah, because the atmosphere flows wants to balance. It, yeah, it's like water. It, yeah, it just wants to flow freely, and someone else is gonna get that Arctic <laughs> air, and we'll we'll get a little warm up. Now there is another dip in the yes. jet stream that comes end after this quick little warm up right. towards the end of the month. At this point, it doesn't look to be as yeah. deep of a freeze right. as we just saw, but certainly we're going to go back into the winter cold and right. potential for more snow. Yeah, so uh, we're not done. Uh, looks like Feb- end of February, maybe even the beginning of March for us. I was mm-hmm. looking at some long-range stuff might be, you know. I think we're less than 50 days away from spring. Yeah, I agree. I'm pretty think sure I saw thoughts. that. Think warm thoughts, everyone. It's going to be okay. But... <laughs> For everyone that was out in the communities, um, not only here, but, you know, across the Midwest, uh, it really was tough. Mm -hmm. First responders, um, of course, our homeless population. Horrible. um, 
it's it's heartbreaking to see. I know. So we wanted to do um, kind of a different type of guest for us. Mm-hmm. Usually we have other meteorologists or scientists or first responders, um, but we have a very special woman. Um, if you are in the Miami Valley, you probably have heard of the House of Bread, but if you're not, um, Melody will explain a little more to you. But her name is Melody Bennett, and she is the executive director at the House of Bread. Um, they have a very special mission that they are serving a hot meal um, at lunch, 365 days a year. They do not take a day off. They do not have a holiday. Um, they are making nutritious, hot meals um, from things that are uh, given to them, from donations, from help from the community, help from other grocery stores. And it's pretty amazing to watch them mm-hmm. in action. So, Melody, I'd like to welcome you to our podcast. Oh, well, thank you. Welcome. Thank you for welcoming <laughs> me, Kirsty. Guys, it's glad to be on. I didn't know people said such nice things about me. Aww. Oh, yes. You, lots of nice things, Melody. I mean, she is a very hardworking woman. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but there's a lot of work that goes into what you're doing. So if anyone is not familiar with the House of Bread, Melody, why don't you kind of explain uh, what it is you guys are doing every single day? Absolutely. We work to prevent hunger for um, hundreds of individuals every single day in the Dayton community by opening our doors, welcoming anyone who who comes through them for any reason um, into our warm dining room. At least we're trying to keep it warm this time (laughs) Mm -hmm. of year and offering them a a hot lunch um, that is made with a, a lot of love and a lot of kindness. Um, using food from from local organizations who donate, you know, directly to us and uh, make that food into something that's uh, not only wonderfully satisfying to your appetite, but hopefully a little bit satisfying to your your body and your mind and spirit, too, Um, and serve a lunch with no questions asked, no judgments made to anyone in our community. And that is the big thing right there. No questions asked, no judgment. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because... I mean, myself and Larry Hanskin, who um, is our, one of our hosts at WHI Radio, um, you know, he's he's served lunch a bunch of times mm-hmm. at the House of Bread. And sometimes it's just you just need a little help. Yeah. Um, sometimes it's yep. families that might give their food to their kids for lunch and maybe dad just needs a lunch mm-hmm. so he can go to the House mm-hmm. of Bread and, and get that meal. Um, so when it's really cold like this, I know this week in particular – what extra steps have you guys had to take? Okay, well, we do a lot of things extra because, you know, one of the, the things that we like to say is the people who walk through our doors, um, they're not only our neighbors, they, they become our friends and they become, you know, kind of pseudo family to us. Um, for many of our guests, we become family for, for them. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, when we think about our kids, you know, if they don't walk out the door, you know, my 17-year-old, my you know, he was getting the rundown from me yesterday. Like, <laughs> you are not driving that car without a pair of gloves. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Without a hat on. And so we do the same thing here. Um, when our kids are, you know, when our kids, are, you know, our teenage kids are coming in through the door here or when our adult guests are walking through the door, um, we're providing for them, you know, that that warmth that they need so desperately. And so one of the things we were seeing, especially the last couple of days, um, people coming in just frigidly cold. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no other way to to describe it. Um, you know, heartbreaking scenes of people coming in um, just from coming a short distance to get to us. Um, we had a guy come in yesterday, um, and, I, and I took a look at him, and he had on a hat, and he had on, you know, a scarf covering his face, and his eyelids literally had frost on them. Oh, that's awful. And... And I said, hey, I said, honey, are you okay? 
And he goes, I think so. Oh and gosh. I said, well, we don't look okay. And so, you know, we, we had a volunteer go get him a hot cup of coffee. Yeah. Um, we got his hat and his scarf off of him. Mm-hmm. Um, we got a blanket wrapped around him. Um, all those things that, that you would do literally for your teenage child right. you were doing for, for this guy just to get him warm quickly um, and, and to get, you know, honestly, the ice off, off of his face as quickly as possible. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, that, that's, that's a serious situation when you have so- something like that happening to one of your friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, we've been handing out everything from scarves and blankets, extra jackets, mm-hmm. layers. We talk a lot to our guests about several layers of keeping you yeah, a lot warmer. I mean, so you can important. always take a layer off. <laughs> yeah, warm. yeah. How are you? you know, and how are you getting mm-hmm. all of these things? Donations, um, and, oh, and if people yes. are listening, how can they right. give you these things? Well, thankfully, you know, Kirstie, yesterday you and Larry on on the morning show put out a call for donations, um, which was just an amazing response, as cold as it was. Mm -hmm. We we had people ringing our back doorbell, bringing us blankets, bringing us extra gloves, saying, hey, I have these at home and you need them more than I do. Um, And, you know, sweatshirts. We had somebody on Tuesday donate us two big boxes of like sweatshirts that they had at work um, that had the wrong logo on them. We don't (laughs) care about logos. We just care about warm. Um, And we handed all of those out as an extra layer for people. Um, We get, um, we we use social media and we use you um, (laughs) to put out the call when when we need things, extra gloves for our guests, extra socks. Yeah. Um, if your feet get cold and you can't get them warm, mm-hmm. you're just going to stay cold. <laughs> right. So, you know, that that's really important to us that we try to keep people as bundled up as possible. And part of the problem is it's not like your everyday person that has these things that say perhaps their feet got wet mm-hmm. and, you know, yeah. um, they get cold. They can have a fresh pair of socks to help warm their feet up. Uh, unfortunately, yeah. the people that are your friends and that you're caring for it this could develop into frostbite yeah and not only is that bad but they don't have the funds probably to go get this taken care of so this could lead to a potentially big problem for this individual yeah you know absolutely and you know people who are in in difficult situations um you know don't necessarily you know want to go to to the emergency room they they don't want to go to urgent care um, you know, sometimes, sometimes, honestly, if, if you're in a situation like that and, and you may or may not have insurance, mm-hmm. um, it, it can be a little embarrassing. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going in because your feet are frozen. Um, so if we can prevent that for, for individuals, you know, simply by letting them change out their socks or, you know, by, by getting an extra layer on them. Um, and, and, you know, just because just because somebody's in a tough spot, they're, they're a human being. They're, mm-hmm. they're part of our community. Um, you know, we, we want to care for people. And um, so through the donations that we receive, um, it makes it so much easier for us, for us to do that. Because the last thing we ever want is somebody walking out of our building without the basic necessities that they need. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's really, I mean... Once again, kind of going above and beyond even what the mission of just giving that hot, nutritious lunch. I mean, that when the weather asks for you guys to do more or requires you to do more, I mean, you do time and time again. This isn't the only, this is the worst cold snap this year, but we've had plenty of days that we've been in the single digits in the morning. And um, 
I know you guys this week have opened up, but you open up early, don't you, as well? Sometimes it's just doing a coffee service and just getting people out of the cold. Is that correct? Yes, we try to open as early as we can for our guests. Um, you know, it, it's a little challenging because we we're a small staff, right? And very so, you small. Know, <laughs> you know, so yesterday morning, I'm like, okay, it snowed and it's really really cold, but we've got to get there um, because we, you know, we've got to. We can't have somebody standing outside our door waiting for us to open. Um, so we got in as you know as early as we as we could for our guests, and we actually had a, a couple volunteers out in the dining room taking people mugs of coffee. Um, so once you found a warm spot and got your heavy you know cold jacket off, you could kind of stay where you were. And we were even bringing you coffee to your table, oh, you, know, <laughs> you know, waitress, you know, trying to help. <laughs> you know, absolutely. And, and, you know, we, we do this mission 365 days a year mm-hmm. because people need to eat every day. Yeah. And people need cared for. And there are a percentage of our guests that, um, you know, are, are sadly that, that are homeless mm-hmm. and that, that don't, you know, don't typically go to shelter. Um, we were encouraging our, our homeless individuals to take advantage of the fact that the shelters were open 24 hours a day during yeah. this cold spell. Um, but we know that there are people who just can't mm-hmm. um, do that. They, they have um, mental health issues or, or situations that just don't allow them to be in that type of environment. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we, we try to recognize that and we try to do everything possible to ensure their safety. I think that's, I know. you know, just why you guys are so special. Um, I know in the <laughs> summer we talk about um, sometimes, you know, their fam- a lot of times there are families, actually. That was mm-hmm. part of that whole expansion that you guys had done um, was yeah. to allow, you know, a, a special dining area for people that may have, have kids and family. So in the summer you talk about extreme heat. The kids are off school. You know, it's a cool place to go and get a good meal. But what about in the winter, especially if the kids have no school you know, and then they may also be forced to kind of be in the cold longer than they would be if they were in a warm school. How has that been this winter? If there's been any trends you've noticed or any special steps you guys have taken to help the kids as well that come? Sure. Um, well, I mean, we do have um, some jackets and some um, gloves, uh, gloves and hats for, for kids when they come in. Um, you know, we have in previous cold snaps, we've had kids come in by themselves that are off school mm-hmm. um, because schools are closed and typically they get lunch at school. Mm-hmm, right. um, thankfully, yeah, thankfully yesterday we only had a couple little ones in our dining room and they came in with parents who, who have the luxury of having vehicles. Oh, that's um, yeah. So, so yeah, so that part was really good, except the, the one little girl, she officially told me that she had lost her gloves again. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, well, gee, I said, my kids never lose their gloves. And she goes, really? I said, no, they lose them all the time. Right. <laughs> I was like, so, that's like, a no, lie. you're a kid, and of course you're going to lose your gloves. <laughs> of course you do. We all do. So we, we found her not only one, but two pairs of gloves. She was all excited because they matched her coat. Oh, that's awesome. And, uh, <laughs> you know, and, you know her, her shoes were untied what kids shoes aren't right um so so we had quite the fun little time tying tying her shoes and and laughing and giggling with her um but you know as much as we love our little ones um we were pretty happy that we didn't see little ones outside yesterday coming into us 
um, because it was just so, so frigid cold. Yeah. Um, today is, t- while today is still really bitterly cold, it is sunnier. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so I would anticipate that we're going to see some, some of our smaller guests before the end of lunch today. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we will, of course, ensure that they are bundled up and, and have everything that, th- that they need as well, uh, along with a nice warm hug to send them on their way. Aww. And I that have, is. I have to so say scary. that this is probably the most <laughs> emotional I felt with an interview, just because these are real people and yes. they're real people in our community. And what you're doing, Melody, is just beyond words for me mm-hmm. and oh, every day has to be hard and for you to have this much joy in this conversation about bringing joy to these these people's lives is just phenomenal my question is how did you know that this was your calling like at what point in your life did you decide that what you wanted to do was help the people that couldn't help themselves mm-hmm. Oh, oh my gosh. I haven't asked this for a while. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, I think, you know, from, from my perspective, um, you know, I, I, we're, so many of us are, are so fortunate. Um, we, we really are. We just have no idea how many um, blessings we, we have. Um, and, you know, I, I, I grew up with, with a mom who loved me, um, but, but didn't have a lot of extra resources. And, um, so, you know, and we had some neighbors and, and some family that helped us out, thank goodness. Um, but had there been a house of bread in my neighborhood, um, you know, honestly, my sister and I would have been there some of the time. Mm-hmm. And, um, and and that's okay. Um, and, and, you know, so that's kind of how I look at kids when they're walking through the door is, you know, I'm so grateful that we can be here mm-hmm. for them. And... You know, I, I I eventually went to college um, thanks to the help of of me, Paper, who's who's no longer in town, mm-hmm. um, but that they paid for part of my college education. And um, you know, they were very community minded. Um, they were very philanthropic in their giving. I call them kind of the last great corporate citizen, mm-hmm. and really instilled in me the the desire that you know we are. You know, we're only as, how do I put that? You know, we always have enough to share. Mm-hmm. And so when I when I finally got my degree in business, I was about 26, um, I thought, you know, I want to eventually be, be doing something that matters. I, I eventually, I want to do something that, that touches the people in my community, that, that makes a difference to people. And it sounds cliche, Um but but it really is true. And so I actually got involved in volunteering at the House of Bread, oh my gosh, way back around 2004. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't actually come on board and start working until 2009 here mm-hmm. when our, our previous director of 10 years was retiring. And I knew instantly that this is kind of where I wanted to be. Mm-hmm. And um, this was the type of work that, you know, it, it's not really work. It's um, you know, because people will say to me, wow, don't you work seven days a week sometimes? And I'll say, well, yeah, I guess I do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um. <laughs> I mean, I guess I do. But, you know, we're open seven days a week. And mm-hmm. I want to always ensure that our guests walking through the door are are getting the level of, of, of care, the level of, of service um, that they require right. and that they that they need to improve their situations. 
And only if we can, if we can only improve their situation for the day, um, that's better than not improving it at all. Right. Yeah, exactly. I think. So, you know, sometimes we do really, really small things. And, you know, sometimes we get the pleasure to do really big things for people. Yeah. So. But I think even your small things yeah, it's that big. we think are small are probably really big for that person. Yeah, I, I, I think so, too. I mean. You know, and our guests, you know, for me, they give us so much back in, mm -hmm. in return. You know, I can't tell you of conversations I've had in the dining room talking with someone about, um, you know, how difficult raising a teenager is. You know? <laughs> yeah. Or, because you know, it is, you know, or, you know, listening to, to their situations and, and their struggles and, um, you know, sometimes just giving somebody someone to listen to them, mm -hmm. you know, just just means the world. And I learn a lot the the resiliency of some of the people that we serve, their their persistence, mm -hmm. their their ability to not to not give up, their ability to keep hopeful um, that things are going to get better. You know, I I learned from that too. Yeah, I think still one of the things that always touches me is when we will. Um, we'll do donation drives for the House of Bread, mm -hmm. and we will get people that come and they donate and they say, well, there was a time in my life where I was needed a little extra help and the House of Bread was mm -hmm. there for me. And, you know, I've got a little extra too right now. So here, here is yeah, some yeah. donations. So that whole, like, the hope, the resiliency of our community and the fact that everyone needs help sometimes yeah. and you, no yeah. one is free from that. So... To see people that, you know, were able to get back into a better situation themselves, and then instead of just pushing yeah. forward and not looking back, they look back and they give. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's yeah. just so inspirational, in my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, you're you're right, and it it, it does happen. You know, we've had people, um, you know, show up here to donate a turkey during right, Thanksgiving. Right, just like a couple cans you of know. food that they've I mean, come and yeah. given. You, you were saying um, our coworker Will Garby. Yeah, his donation. You guys called out for what basketballs? basketballs. He went and bought. Oh yeah, he's like, oh, I had basketballs <laughs> and like just brought them. And then you know, that's that was just great. was something simple to him that he was like, I have this extra and I could do. And then I know that that day you were able to give them to, to two of the little boys that come and they, you <laughs> yeah, know, they got to play with. Like, they yes. were like, heck yeah, we get basketballs. <laughs> um, yeah, no doubt. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know if I ever followed up with him, but I should mention that a couple days after we gave out those basketballs, I was I was leaving work late in the day, and there, the boys were playing over at the park oh, with the oh basketballs. It was so awesome. much fun. So much I joy. I and they looked over, we waved. <laughs> you know? That's great. We'll make sure to tell him. I think he'll, it'll make him really happy to yeah. hear that. If yeah, people, it was great. If people want to donate Melody, whether and it, it could be your time because your say, kitchen, your you have a small Absolutely. staff, but you also have um, your staff is also run by people that are volunteering um, yes. their time or it could be their donation because maybe they don't live here yeah. and that's fine. They could still help another community or a neighboring city or a neighbor. Um, what yes. website can people go to, social media? What do you have that people can follow along, be a part of the House of Bread story, donate, or if they need some help themselves, just know where to go? Absolutely. We, um, we post a lot of things on our Facebook page, which is, which is House of Bread. 
Um, and so a lot of times on Facebook, we'll post when we have a specific need, mm-hmm. um, when we're, you know, specific needs, I really should say. We yes. always have more than one. Yeah. Um, or, or we have a specific day or days where we're short on volunteers and we're looking for some extra help. Um, we also post some stories on there of good things that happen um, because we want people to realize that, you know, there are very good success stories that come through your donations mm-hmm. and, and come through through helping people. Um, and then on our website, which is, um, again, houseofbread.org, um, that's where people can find information on donating financially to us and on, on getting tax receipts for your donations. Um, and where people can sign up to volunteer with us and also get tickets to attend our annual Empty Bowls event, which is coming up um, pretty quickly on March 14th. Oh, yeah. Um, and that's uh, really close to your studios. It's actually at the Marriott that's over by the University okay. of Dayton this year. And um, they are, are generously hosting um, the event this year, which we're super excited about. And um, so they can also get tickets to attend that. It's, it's only $25, and it does a, a lot of good for, um, for us, and it's a great event to come get to know us a little bit at. Oh, that's wonderful. Melody, thank you so much for talking with us. And I think, you know, when we're warm, we forget that there are a lot of people that are cold. Mm -hmm. And we forget sometimes that just giving a little bit back to your community can really help keep everyone happy and thriving. And that's really what the House of Bread is doing. So thank you for everything that you're doing as well. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much. I hope you both stay warm <laughs> and that, uh, you know, we warm up a little bit tomorrow. Please. I was yeah. going to say, yeah. it gets, a little it bit gets this better ne- this weekend and next week will be a lot warmer than it will be. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm looking forward to better forecasts. Okay? Yes. <laughs> Thanks, Melody. Thank you. Well, McCall and I are just over here crying. I know. Pass the tissues. I know. She's such a great woman. Like, I've been mm. lucky to have met her and we both have. And, uh, you know, it just... Makes you stop and think that there's mm-hmm. a lot of, you know, we we get wrapped up in the science, and it's just mm-hmm. like a tornado that can tear through and tear up a community. The cold also can tear up a community and make yeah. it that much harder for people. So just like you said, it's it's different as us being the scientists, and sometimes we're you know we're so focused in the studio and looking at our maps and looking at the numbers. I felt myself many times just listening to her story that I just like got quiet because I thought I was going to start crying <laughs> because. She brings a real-life feeling yes. to these weather things that Phenomenon. we talk about right, right. and how it actually impacts people. Yes. And remembering that it's not just your, you know, family of four, family of mm-hmm. five that lives in a home and, you know, goes to work, goes to school and, and right. you know, lives their life. There's this portion of our population that are going to be directly impacted by yes. the weather each and every day because they're out in it yeah. every day. Yep, they're out in it. And, um, you know, she's said that people walk to the House of Bread because they have to. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so when it's nice out, it's not, it's still a walk. It's not yeah. like just a few, it's a walk for a lot of people, a lot of their guests. Um, so when it's cold, like that's that's how they're getting their lunch mm-hmm. is to walk to it. So, um, yeah, it's just everyone needs a little help and they don't judge. They just help. And that's it's a beautiful thing. So, of course, you can donate houseofbread.org if you want to learn more about their story, if this intrigued you. If there's something in your community that, you, you know, maybe you're thinking about after being so cold this past week, um, of course, we always encourage that. But uh, I'm just happy we were able to snack her because she's very busy, actually, at this yeah. time getting oh, that lunch cons- ready. Considering wind chills are still about 15 below zero right yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. So, um, you know, 
as always, if you, um, maybe this is the first episode you've listened mm-hmm. of us, it's a new year. Uh, we've got a ton of episodes that you can go back and listen to right here. If you're listening to us, um, Apple podcast, Google play, Stitcher and whio.com. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we put up web stories, so we add some extra videos to those mm-hmm. podcasts. And then, um, if you have a streaming device, OTT, we also have some special vodcasts. Yeah. We uh, always take suggestions. Yes. If you have any ideas of what topic that you'd like to hear about or what weather phenomena you'd like to learn about, right? you can send us an email or a message on social media. You can also comment uh, directly and rate us yeah. uh, through the Apple Podcast app. We'd love to see what uh, you have to say about our podcast and give us some ideas. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time.